Welcome to the Dental Industry Insider Podcast. Sales and business ideas so freaking good, you wished you thought of them yourself. Here is your coach, sales expert, and dental hygienist, Anita Siriani. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Industry Insider Podcast. And today is all about becoming a valuable representative. You know, in this digital age of online ordering and internet retailers, there is one thing that modern times and technological innovations will never change. And that is people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And you, as a representative, offer something that no website can replace and that is your ability to solve customer problems and deliver value in ways that no online order form can compete with. I believe that company representatives serve as one of the greatest value-added advantages that any company can offer its customers. So I wanted to take a few minutes in this podcast to offer a few ideas on ways that you might be able to up-level the support, the service, and ultimately the value that you bring your accounts. Customer value refers to the benefits and advantages that a buyer believes that he or she is getting from a product, service, or representative. You know, as a representative, you have many opportunities to deliver value in ways that dentists and their team really appreciate just by the level of support that you provide. Another thing is that doctors remain happy and loyal to a product, company, and its representatives that they believe support their practice, patient, and procedure goals. So one of the best ways for you to reach your numbers and continue to grow your territory is to, well, create new customers and keep the ones you have. Yet, given the pressure to hit numbers and reach your sales targets, it's easy to push product and focus on sales and miss the opportunities to serve and support. As a clinician myself and a coach who has collected a lot of feedback on the buying motivators of dental professionals, I know that the most effective way for you to build credibility, trust, and fierce customer loyalty is by becoming a trusted advisor. And that is created by putting service first and letting sales follow. So let's check in and look at a few ways that you might be able to turn up the volume on value. First of all, in offices or on phone meetings with clinicians. Think about how you initiate those first few seconds of a call, or maybe even think about the focus of the discussion. Is it primarily centered around a product focus? Are you talking about the product and the features and the benefits and the promotions? Or are you talking about clinical challenges? That is the direction 
in which I want to encourage you to take your conversations. The fastest way for you to build value is for you to resolve or to improve a customer, a doctor's current clinical challenge. And look, with all of the training and experience and expertise that you have developed through your experience working for your company or even in the industry, I know that you can lead confidently with addressing the clinical challenges that you know your products resolve and you can facilitate a more of a consultative conversation than one that is focused simply on product. Another place in which you can build value is in your written communications. Do you stay in touch with your accounts through email and text? Do you do that on a regular basis? Well, I'd like you to take a look at how valuable those communications really are. Really, I want you to check it out. Go and look in your past few weeks of emails and texts. As you scan through them, are you focused in your written communications on providing uh, technical advice or uh, really specifically focused in on a clinical challenge? You can do this really effectively by introducing an infographic that, that picture really um, speaks a thousand words in the sense that it illustrates and makes a very important point and does it in a non-salesy but yet powerful way. You could also include a brief demonstration video that the doctor can look at and recognize as something that is a, a challenge or a struggle that he or she is actually facing. You might even attach a clinical paper that talks about a challenge that is common that your product actually addresses. But you get the point. The idea here is if as you look through your past communications, if they were primarily promotional in nature, or worse, you were reaching out and saying, hey, I just want to check in and answer any questions or um, any way that I can be of help or support, just let me know. Those kinds of communication don't offer value. They're simply customer touch points. And you have way, way too much to offer than to cheapen out and offer something as minimal like an opportunity to answer questions. They know where to find you. You don't need to waste a valuable touch point, an email or a text or uh, any kind of a communication by simply inviting the doctor to answer questions. That doesn't offer enough value. So this is where I want you to ramp up the volume on the value that you're offering. You know, there's no better way for you to offer continuous value than by offering helpful, relevant content using social media. Why, just this morning, knowing that I was going to be 
having this conversation with you through this podcast, I jumped onto LinkedIn just to scan around and see what I uh, could see. And for sure, there were a number of reps that are doing a wonderful job. Uh, one had posted a demonstration of how dental aerosol spray is able to be captured with a new and more effective device. They were able to, sh to illustrate this and show this in real time in a way that was really powerful. One equipment specialist offered a few after photos on two new ops that he had just built and uh, an a entire practice build, just demonstrating the end result, which were truly beautiful. I was even able to watch a head-to-head -head comparison of two different impression materials featuring and highlighting the advantages of obviously that representative's product. And finally, there was even an eye-catching picture of a young lady in a middle of a in-office whitening procedure, flashing a bright, glowing smile. Look, the limitations are really restricted by nothing more than your creativity. So ask yourself, what problem does my product solve? And then how can you show it? powerfully, interestingly, or even in a fun, creative way on the socials. And just do this in a way that you're having fun. You don't have to take it overly seriously. But I, I do think that you want to make sure that you're focusing in on making a key point about the value that your product, your company, and the services that you provide offer. So the next time that you step into an office or pick up the phone or draft a message, I'd like you to ask yourself three critical questions. Number one, what is the problem that my product fixes, helps, or makes better? And then what are the signs and symptoms that I might be able to recognize that these challenges exist with this particular doctor? And then, what questions could I ask that will uncover them? You see, selling is not telling. It's asking the right questions to get to the heart of the clinical challenge or even the limitation, even something that the doctor has been using or a procedure that he has been doing for years. And yet, with the advent of your product, you can make better. So as we wrap up, I just want you to think problem and not product. And for each customer connection that you make, I want you to lead with a question or lead with a focus on how you can bring value and, and improve that customer's current condition by uncovering an area in which your product or service or support can actually up-level or improve. Remember, focus on service and not in sales. The sales will follow as you up-level the value that you bring to your customers.